thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Thinking Out Loud. Uh, you know, happy April Fool's Day. I mean, I don't know if people have happy ones or those, but if they do, then I hope you're having one. It's your boy Muddy Sack. I'm joined today by Connor Young again. Yo, yo. Um, China's on holiday right now. She's actually in Amsterdam with the uni. So, you know, you, you can have a, a guess of what she's been getting up to. Um, so, yeah, it's just me and Connor today. But it's going to be good because there's a lot to talk about, which relates to Connor. I'm not. First, <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. First of all, I just want to go over some... Um, just general news clips. I normally put the news at the end, but we're going to stay on one topic for a long time today. <laughs> so I want to get the news out of the way first. Um, this that uh, Connor, you remember that guy? Was it was it a hot felon? I thought his name was Prison Bay, but I think Prison uh, Bay was know. the. He was just a handsome guy who yeah, went to jail. A handsome guy. He had the mugshot, <laughs> and he became a model after that. Like, I think he got signed to Calvin Klein, and. This guy's life has gone upwards since going to jail because it's um, been reported recently that he got pregnant. Um, Chloe Green, she's, an heir, she's the heiress to Top Man. So she's a billionaire. And he got her pregnant. And they normally say that jail is supposed to be the low point of your life. But it's, <laughs> it's changed his life for the better. Like, him getting arrested was the best thing that could have happened to Literally him. Literally the best thing that could happen to him because he, got, he became a model afterwards. We don't even know what this... You know what he did? It was aggravated assault, I think, with a deadly weapon. Wait, so it's a serious charge? He's, he's a criminal. <laughs> he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Uh, but, hey, you know, eat, eat to their own, I guess. I don't really... I Normally, I have, like, a point to go with these things, but I just, I just wanted to report it to, I guess, say... Well done. The come-up yeah. has well, the, made it. The come-up is real, man. The come-up is absolutely Can't real. Become a model, like... Impregnated a billionaire. <laughs> That's that means he's getting some of the dough. Like, it's like <laughs> you know what, what this goes. Could you ask for? This goes to show that all those people are like, oh, looks don't mean things. Stay they in school and absolutely study. Everything. Everything. This guy has gotten on solely because of his looks. Because it seems that every other decision in his life he made, he was terrible at. Because <laughs> he was a criminal. But his looks have got him now billions. Fair play. Fair play to the lad, though. Fair play. Um, moving on next, this one's a bit of a upsetting story. It upsets me. I know it upset Connor a bit more as well. Fair. DMX has gone back to jail. I think for at least a year. Free X, man. Um, <laughs> he don't deserve this. It's tax fraud. The thing is, though, he's already been to jail for tax evasion. So is this the same tax evasion that he went to jail for last Honestly, time? I didn't actually read the story. I saw the headline and just dropped my head. Like, I don't... <laughs> How does it keep happening? How does it keep going to jail? Uh, as, man, yo, they really want to get DMX, man. That's crazy. Free the dog, man. Free DMX, man. That's crazy. Tax, tax evasion is one of those things that always confuses me because these celebrities and rappers, we all know they don't do their own taxes. Um, yeah, it's not actually... I don't think a lot of the, these situations are them. It's due it, to the it's, people around them. They hire people. Like, if you really think, you know, DM, like Lauren Hill went jail and like Wesley Snipes, if you really think... DMX, Lauren Hill, Wesley Snipes were sitting at their kitchen table filling out all the tax forms. You're crazy. They they hire people to do this, and it's those people who are hiding the money, but it's not linked to their name. So it, it happens with a lot of athletes as well, especially yeah. in Spain. Like half the Barcelona and Real Madrid team have been they get it every year. Tax like a tax evasion. Yeah, it happened to Messi. Yeah, they always say to go, could face up to... He was supposed to go to jail, but, you know, you know it's just, just not going to happen. You pay a little money. You know, you see the judge sitting courtside. Well, they don't have courtside in football. But um, the funny thing about this DMX story, though... <laughs> Nothing funny. Is the, his lawyers <laughs> said that they were going to play his songs in court in effort to convince the, the judge... They, I really want to know what songs they were planning on playing. <laughs> Do you know what song they they better what, like, they better not have played? Like, it it, it would have been slipping. They better not have played where the hood at. There's so <laughs> many songs that would make him seem worse. I show no love to homo fucks. Empty out, reload, and throw more slugs. How you gonna explain? 
a man, even if we squashed the beef, I ain't touching you. That's it. That's <laughs> that's that's twenty five to life. <laughs> that's gospel right there. <laughs> that's twenty five to life right there. I think I think they did play a slipping though. I think that's Damn what it. got it down to like nine months. It worked. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I think they played because I saw the tweet. It worked. Are you serious? <laughs> These men actually played one of his songs and got his senses reduced. <laughs> I might have called a song right now just like just to bell you up. Yeah. The thing is, you're not even it. saying anything that would make you think. Not really. Not to give him less so time. It's just it. <laughs> talking about his life. Like that's not. To be fair though, DMX is one of the saddest rap stories ever. I remember yeah. watching one of them. Remember when they used to do those VH1 Apparently documentaries? Music, yeah. 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 DMX's one was the most depressing. I couldn't believe the stuff that guy's been through. Um, you lot watch that if you if you really want to get a peek behind behind the dog. You should. You should. But um, moving on from that, um, a rapper that a lot of people, you know, it's hard to really dislike this guy, but apparently he's been bugging. Fabulous. Loso. That's funny, because... Certain men who might be listening, this is their favorite rapper. This is their boy. They might go by the name of Loso, in case you ain't no so. I'm not saying any names in it, but you know who you are. Stefan and, James. And you want to grill me for what for my views and what I like, but yet you're out here supporting. I can't just move on. Let's just say what he's guilty of. So Fabulous was arrested the other day for domestic violence. Now, when I, the initial articles that came out, you know, they showed that he didn't actually go to jail. He just, he was just, he was just arrested, you know, detained. And, you know, as always, because it's fabulous. He's a, he's a, one of the most likable rappers. He hasn't really had a lot of controversy in the past. He's been consistent with his bars. So a lot of people were instantly like, oh, you know, his girl is tripping. Like, you know, she, she must have made this up to try and get money and anything. But I think it was yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Um, I think it was yesterday. Yesterday, this video came out showing Fabulous <laughs> in an altercation with his father-in-law. So this is his wife's father. This guy had the nank. He he was shouting at this guy. He was like, I don't want to see you around it ever again. At first, I was thinking, who is this? It must be ex-boyfriend or something. And then the the guy's like, that's my daughter. Uh, so then I was like, oh, hold on. That's the girl's father. And then Fabulous turns to the wife and he's like, he's like, you bring this guy around my house? And she backs up so far away. The way she backed up was someone who used to be in here. Like, that was a fearful backup. Yeah, he's guilty. He's that like, clip confirmed it. Yeah, that clip confirmed that Fabulous is a woman beer. Now, where do we go from here? That's why I ask. We're going to get to this later in terms of separating the man from the music. Do we cancel Fabulous or not? Personally, I was, I mean, you know, I've always liked Fabulous. He's a, he's a legend, but I could live without hearing a Fabulous song ever again. But we're going to get to canceling artists later on. Um, Let me quickly check what else we got. Okay, we done that, we done that, we done that. Oh yeah, Rams. Rams, the latest one-hit wonder out of the UK. You got that, that song, Barking. Ever since he's come out, he's been getting a lot of hate from people. It's unjustified. It's unjustified. I don't know. Like, I, I I don't really keep my ears to British music like that. I don't know what this guy did or who he's insulted, but it seems that a lot of people hate him just for having a hit. They hate him because a lot of them don't like the song and they think that the song is just, like, I would say it's just copying what's already out there. Copying what's already out there? Yeah. I, I understand that in my in my eyes personally British music has been copying each other for like the last three or four years disagree <laughs> but that's that's another one but when when I heard the song I mean I enjoyed it I didn't I don't see a reason for people to hate on it just because of it and and another thing with one with one hit wonder artists I never hate on them because time's gonna catch them eventually anyway it, and you know that that's what will determine whether or not they're one-hit artists, one-hit wonder artists or not. But the recent hate from Rams is um because he put a video up about a week ago um, basically talking about if you're a brand and you want to sponsor me, you've got to send clothes to my whole entourage as well. Um, I don't know, Colin, what do you think about that? I see no problem with what he said at all. Mm. Like, 
he wouldn't be there without his team. Like it's a collective, and it's like if you want to send him clothes, you should send enough for the people that also are, are with him. Like I don't get what the problem is, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I neither, neither do I. It's it's all about supply and demand. You know, the the companies have the supply. Rams has the demand. You know, if he wears it, people might buy it. So why not send the extra couple pieces? But, you know, a lot of people have been getting at him saying that, oh, you've only got one song. Like, people were saying he should worry more about what his wireless set is going to be, <laughs> which is pretty funny because he does only have one song. At the moment, who says he's not going to drop more, though? That's the I thing. think he's probably going to drop an album. The thing is, people said the same thing about um, Notes when he came out with Addison Lee. Yeah. And now look at him. This guy's got too many hits. You never know if this guy's going to have more songs. That's true. you got to hold you got to hold out judgment. I, I mean, but I... I I can see where they're coming from, though. Like he's 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 got a set of wireless with one song really, right now. Yeah, but that one song was a big song. People will, see, will still go to see him. Yeah, yeah, they will. They to see <laughs> barking the barking remix. Barking shot to the screen. Well, that's all. That. <laughs> that, that tweet is funny. Barking shot to the screen. You know, that's funny. But um, hey, Rams, keep your head up, man. You know, don't don't let the haters get to you. You're winning. They're losing. I. Now, that's pretty much it. Now, it's time to get into the main bulk of the show. Alright, first of all, can I start with a full disclaimer? In the past, I may have been known to support this artist, and at the time, I did. Right now, I do not, so I don't want to get crucified I got, I got clips for what I used to, Your clips don't matter. Like, I do not support this man. Just, I just want to throw that out there before anyone gets at me. Let's get into this. Now... Two weeks ago, if you listen to the show, if you're a big fan, listen to the show two weeks ago, I spoke about how, as black people, we need to let Michael Jackson, we need to let OJ Simpson, and we need to let R. Kelly go. <laughs> now, the other day, BBC aired this documentary called R. Kelly, Sex, Lies, and Videotapes. Woo! They got him. Oh, my Lord. Watching this, I couldn't believe it. Most of the things that surrounded R. Kelly, it wasn't that they were rumours or hearsay. I mean, a lot of us knew. But the detail that BBC went into, getting interviewed, showing the clips, making everything relevant in one neat package. Honestly, if you can watch this documentary and still say that R. Kelly is innocent of all that stuff, you got something wrong with, your, with with yourself. And also since watching that, I've got a new nickname for R. Kelly that he should add. You know, he, he calls himself the R&R-B. He calls himself the Pied Piper. He should call himself the Black Houdini. Because this guy has gotten out of every jam when he should, he should be done. Now, I also just want to throw out there that R. Kelly happens to be one of Connor's favourite musicians. To be, used to be, like... Yes, I grew up with R. Kelly's music. I was a fan. I have R. Kelly albums, yes. But I have changed my mind. Hold on. Did you not used to defend him? Because the thing is, I used to defend him because a lot of people would make these nasty claims <laughs> without any like supporting evidence or anything. They'd just be like, ah, oh, he, he's a paedophile. He married a Leah. And I was like, did he really though? Like, did, you, did they have any proof to show me? No, they did not. They just <laughs> wanted to say what was a popular opinion. And it's like, that's why I used to defend him. Because no one really had any evidence to their used, claims. You used to say that when I was 15, I'd know if I wanted to be UNAID on. That, first of all... <laughs> yes, in that situation... Okay, let me phrase this. In that situation, yes, he did urinate on a girl. She was 15. However, <laughs> I'm not defending what he done, but like in the Boondocks episode, they were saying how at 15, you would know if you would like to be urinated on or that's not. That's R. Kelly. That's the thing though. That's R. Ke- uh, Connor, if T.I., when you're 15, T.I. comes to you, it's like, yo, let me urinate on you. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Any person with any self-respect would say no. But if the person says yes or lets it happen and, like, doesn't move out the way, then surely he's not all wrong in the situation. She is as well. I've got a theory. I've got a theory. We're going to get into all the actual details of the interview. But I've got a theory. And if this is correct, 
then R. Kelly is a genius on the same level that Michael Jackson was a genius. And if you don't know why, two weeks ago I said Michael Jackson was a genius because he targeted terminally ill children. So he knew the evidence was going to go away. So R. Kelly is a genius in the terms of he targeted little black girls. Now, hold on. Black girls, black girls go through it. Black girls are the most under, uh, like under, not not even underrated, but like they're not cared about by society. Little black girls. If these were little white girls, R. Kelly would have been done by '96. You know, like he would have been out of it. If Aaliyah was white, R. Kelly would be in a jail right now. But because it was little black girls, nobody really cared. If it, even if it was little black boys, I think it would have been more out there. So. In that case, R. Kelly, you made the right move. But <laughs> it's just very wrong. Now, let's talk about some of the things that this BBC documentary revealed. Watching this with Connor was one of the best experiences of my life. I was I was in tears at some points. It wasn't funny. <laughs> R. Kelly's old manager, who used to tour with him, used to know him very deeply, confirmed that he actually did marry Aaliyah. When he was being interviewed by the BBC manager and the bad BBC um, documentary guy, he was like, I don't want to talk about this because this is a guy that, you know, I'm very loyal to. He changed my life. He made me a lot of money. I'm not going to talk about it. And he was like, cool. Then when the clip, the clip was supposed to be done and they were just talking afterwards, you know, but the guy still had his mic on. He was like to him, oh, so, so you were at the wedding, weren't you, with Aaliyah? And the manager's like, yeah. So he confirms it. First of all, that's wrong, really, of the BBC. That's that's kind of wrong because that's a poor practice. It was off the record. But we're not talking about that just yet. We're talking about the fact that R. Kelly, at the age of 27, married a 15-year-old girl. Now, Connor. Yes. How does that... How do you, as a fan... I'm not. No, I'm no longer that. a fan. How, hold on. How can you listen to songs like "Wonderful"? Because knowing that he's talking about a 15-year-old. No, girl, because that's just not. That's just not. That's just not true. My mind's telling me no. That why could do you be think about other things. Why like, is his mind telling him no? Look, Connor? why would his mind? At the be end of the day, you can still listen. You can't. Or like you, you. That doesn't mean I support him as a man. That might mean I like. So you, His be- art. so you believe in separating the man from the music? Yes, I 100% do. All right, let me ask a question, yeah? Yeah. Tomorrow, it comes, it comes out that Kanye West, was um, he raped a 15-year-old girl. See, you're really telling me, oh, the, and he's found guilty. Are you telling me you're going to live, you're going to stop listening to every single thing he's done? There's a difference because... With Why is there R- a difference? Okay, with R. Kelly, Robert Kelly, it is clear that a lot of those songs he was writing was about these underage girls. No, it's the not. Man it's, it, named, no, it is not clear. He named Aaliyah's album Age Ain't Nothing But A Number and then married her shortly afterwards. Fam, that's, yeah, that's her music. What? Like, I don't he wrote me. most of that album. He's on the album. Say? He's on the album Look, cover. I'll be real, yeah. I didn't come here to get crucified <laughs> for liking this guy's music, innit? You sound like R. Kelly now in that interview. But like, I said that I don't support him. I feel like he is wrong. He is guilty. But you can't listen to his music anymore. That's why, I'm, that's why I brought you on. I, I just want to know, know why I can't listen to his music anymore. The man wrote the song Feeling on the Booty. Okay, so say if I like... Feeling on two... Underage they weren't girls. underage. We, First of I'm all, assuming that they clip were. Did not say they were underage. They well, were just two girls in the studio. We know it's tight. The other so, guy was like, um, 13, 14, 15 year old. That's not true. It wasn't 13. Let's be real now. Oh, okay. But 14, I'm just, 15, I'm, just say, cool. I'm just saying that <laughs> because I like some music doesn't mean I support. It's the context. Okay, so you know Kevin Spacey. This guy was just found guilty of. Yeah. You know, you know, so you're never gonna boys. watch a film with him in it now. Even the films that you might like from the past, like I, I like the film Seven. I'm still gonna watch it, even though he's guilty because he's he dies the man in the from end. The art. He dies in the end, so it's a bit different. It's not different. I'm, I'm, I mean, I might feel a way about watching House of Cards. I might do, but but but, but you're but, still gonna do hold it. On, but it's there's a there's a big difference here. Oh, no, 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 no there is. There's Kevin not. Spacey doesn't write those characters. 
He's not involved in the storytelling. R. Kelly performing. Robert, they are no, no, no. Robert Kelly is writing about his experience. My mind is telling me no, fam. That doesn't. But my body. First of all, that doesn't mean my he's body. Not, it doesn't mean he's talking about that situation. What other situation about? is your mind telling you no? What? I, okay. What so other situation is your mind telling you no? Your mind telling you no because, like, say you're going after a girl, yeah, yeah, and you're like. You don't want anything with, with her, just sex. Yeah. But your mind telling you no, that's that's not right. That's no. But your body saying no. you that's what you want. See? That's no, no, no. no. In the like, situation, a guy uh, never thinks that. A guy never thinks my mind's telling me no in the situation. A guy only thinks my mind's telling me no if it's wrong. Like if she's... it might be wrong. He might be talking about cheating. He could be talking <laughs> about something else. It could be talking like she's married. No, it no, could no. be any different relationship. The guy says. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. He doesn't. Regardless of the age. So that's, that's the that's limit. The, that's, oh, that's, that, that's the missing limit. I'll be honest, yeah. <laughs> I might walk out because I'm not, I'm not here for this. I'm not here for this, really. Right, let, 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 let's move on from it. Let's talk about this documentary. Honestly, I think this is one of the most scathing documentaries. Let me tell you why. Arkan needs to fire everyone in this team. He needs to fire everybody because this documentary had clearance for his music, his music videos. Like, the soundtrack for the documentary is R. Kelly's songs. <laughs> How can you... Like, so it, mu- it must have come across the record label's desk at one point saying, we need to clear these songs. They were like, okay, yeah, just sign off. They so, had so many. So many. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. How can you slander... If you're going to slander me that much... You can guarantee my voice <laughs> and my picture is not going to be attached to it. Everything's going to have to be speculation. These lot spoke about the song Feeling on the Booty. They got the producer for Feeling on the Booty. Then guess what song they played? Feeling on the Booty. First, can I correct you? It's Feeling on Your Booty, by the way. Feeling on Your Booty. Yeah. That's worse because I guarantee there were underage girls listening to that song. Fam? And they're thinking, oh, Kelly wants to feel on my booty. Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> You know, there's enough. Uh, this R. Kelly thing here. Yeah, this is so. This is crazy, because this really shows the power of music. And if you have good music, everyone will forgive you. I'm gonna tell you some of the things that R. Kelly did. Allegedly, so, his manager confirmed that he married Aaliyah when she was 15. When the videotapes of him urinating on this poor girl came out, what did R. Kelly do? He tried to get his brothers to take the blame. They said no, and they exposed him in a, you know a popular clip. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna play the clip now. So this is this is R. Kelly's brother on Wendy Williams show, shortly after his brother tried to pin the blame on him. If you're just turning on your radio, we're talking to um, Carrie Kelly, R. Kelly's younger brother. Tell me what you saw on this tape with these 12-year-old girls. Why Why do we say that they're 12? Well, because he asked them... Um, He's like asking he questions. Them. It's like he was interviewing them on these tapes. So the girls are on there being interviewed by him, and he, they're saying their real names and that they're 12 years old, uh, and, and then the rest of the shenanigans, you see the sex and all like that. Right. You think your brother has a problem with young girls? I know for sure that he he does has a problem. I know for sure he has some problems. That's coming from his brother, one of the closest people in his life. So after so so Carrie Kelly put that out after R. Kelly tried to get him to take the blame. Now R. Kelly cut them off, right? You know, rightfully so, I guess. You know, he cut them off, and. The brothers are trying to get in good with him again. Which is why, if you watch the interview, when it's brought up, his brother is like, we ain't talking on, we ain't talking about that. And then his other brother, I can't remember if it was Bruce, maybe Bruce, Bruce Kelly comes in and he's getting interviewed. And then they're like, oh, what did R. Kelly do for you? And he's like, oh, well, you know, R. Kelly, he, would, um, he did a lot of stuff for me and he asked me to do him a favour. And he was like, what was your favour? And right before Bruce Kelly goes to speak, Carrie Kelly, who you just heard in that clip, cuts him off and is like, we ain't talking about that. Which goes to show that he clearly paid his brothers off to not disclose his taste in women. 
that's the type of guy R. Kelly is. He's manipulative because he's held a girl away from her family for a year. A year. And we all saw the video when the girl is at the camera and <laughs> she's like, I'm here on my own. Who just goes away for a year from their family? No one does that. And who releases a video? You can't, you can't, you're not going to text your your family. You're not going to call them. But you're going to release an official video <laughs> talking about how okay you are. R. Kelly's crazy. But this is the power of music. R. Kelly's music is so powerful that seconds after we finished watching the documentary, on it, I'm not joking, seconds. Do you know what Connor did? Connor plays Jarrell Wonderful. <laughs> and he said it was in his head for most of the documentary. Connor, do you want to explain why you did that? can't believe I have to say this again, but first of all, the man is guilty. I do not support him. However, if you're going to have a documentary filled with his music and I like the songs, how can you expect me not to listen to it after? It's like, let me put it this way. There's a documentary about Michael Jackson, yeah? Everyone loves Michael Jackson. Well, most people do. And they fill it with your favourite songs from Michael Jackson and you're like, wow, I don't support this man. However, the songs are stuck in your head. It's just only natural that you want to hear it just to get out of your head. You couldn't even wait till we went bed. Look, the song was in my head the whole time. <laughs> like, why wonderful? Is that I, how you feel about R. Kelly? Wonderful? No, the I just like the, I like the song. My Lord. Look, I don't support this man. I don't... Oh, but are you going to keep listening to his music? I... I um... um <laughs> I will try not to. Let me put it that way. I will try not to. I can't say I'm going to sit here for the rest of my life and not listen to R. Kelly's song. Because that's probably not going to happen. However, I'm not going to listen to him as much because I don't feel like he deserves the support. I think you can listen to songs where he's featured, but you can't listen to his songs. That's that's what I would. That's how I would do it. Okay, so... Wonderful is okay. 10, 15 years down the line, you're at yeah. your wedding. You're telling me, Ignition... Happy People and Step in the Name of Love, those three songs, none of them are coming up. Is R. Kelly dead? That's the uh, question. He's alive. If yes he, or no? If he's alive, that's a bit mad still. If he's alive, that's a bit... If he's dead, you can play him. Because it's like, you know, he's dead now. But, but he's al- Okay. So, a couple months down the line, my birth- my, I have a birthday party. Let's say that. Yeah. My actual house party or hall party. Yeah. And I... and. R. Kelly's song comes on. Are you gonna sit there and like just stare <laughs> into, into space, or are you gonna get up and, and dance? What are you gonna do? I will. Right, here's what I'll do. I'll get up. I'll tell you, hey man, you shouldn't be playing this. Then I'm gonna hit that dance floor and show you how to step in the name of love. Exactly. But- <laughs> so that's what that supports my claim in total. Like you might not support him, but you can separate. I think you can separate the man from the art or the woman from the art. I mean, that some of these. To be fair. Now, to be fair, because the point that I think is very poignant, we listen to killers and murderers all day long. Exactly. They're bad as well, but we still like it. But it's just, it's it's hard. Because realistically, if you are not going to listen to R. Kelly ever again because of this, then you need to delete half your music library as well because you can't listen to... You can't listen to any. You can't listen to Jay Z. You can't listen to Fifty Cent. You can't listen to all these people who have. Because a lot of these artists have done horrible things. Eminem has talked about raping his own mother, but yet you man celebrate this guy. But there's a difference between saying it and doing it. No, no. The man literally said he's going to rape his own mother on a record, and yet that's all fine. That just slides. The crazy thing about R. Kelly is. he, all of his things that he's done were technically consensual. Like, did he abuse his position? Yes. But he convinced all those girls to do what they did. Like, there there aren't really no stories about him beating up women, you know, or forcing them to do stuff. It's just that he likes underage girls. Which is wrong. But Which, yeah. It is wrong, but they like him back. 
is is can you can you judge can we judge R. Kelly fairly? Yes, because that's that's clearly wrong. It's wrong. But we also need to condemn the other people that are guilty of of similar things, not in the same sense, but are guilty of bad things. Dr. Dre, for example, this guy is celebrated and loved by everyone. This guy used to beat up his wife. Yeah, he's known for being up exactly. women. Fabulous just got done for that as well. Are they gonna even Chris Brown? This guy has been Chris dragged Brown through the a, mud. Yeah. Like he's been absolute. Like he's half the man that he was before the the Rihanna situations. So if he's guilty, then treat every single person as guilty. You listen to Chris Brown's album. Yeah, he was guilty of domestic abuse. I listened so to it because so I had a, I had an essay to do, and it was two and a half hours. You listen long. to a, a forty plus song album. <laughs> For someone who was guilty of domestic abuse. But the now, if R. Is, Kelly is cancelled, then so should Chris Brown be for you. But none of these lot touched underage girls. Oh, Pedophilia okay. is a different level. So, I really think it's the worst thing someone can do. Who are you? To, who are me? Who what are you, you to judge what's worse? <laughs> Beating up a woman or another human being or just like... Or just, or just what? Look, or I'm just not saying what? that it's not bad. Or just urinate on a 15-year-old Connor. Look, they're yes. both bad things. I'm just saying, if you're going to treat one person as a villain, I think all Pe- of them. You know, I'm going to go on the record that I think paedophilia is worse than domestic abuse. I'm going on the record as saying that. Fair enough. Most women, if you gave them the choice of getting beaten up or watching their son or daughter get raped, they would say, beat me up. Hit me. Well, they are all bad. That's the point. It's like, if you're going to say one person should be cancelled and you can't listen to them, then all of these guilty people should be falling the same line. But I think there's levels to it, though. There's there isn't. Levels. There, I, mean, I think that... Because clearly, clearly murder is low. Because we listen to murderers every day and it don't mean nothing to us. We would listen to people saying they're going to kill people. Yeah, clearly... So, that, so that's fine, okay. Clearly, drug abuse is low because... Some of our favorite music drug comes dealers, from, from drug dealers or drug, you know, Weekend, okay, Kid so, Cudi. They've been so known. So what it seems is like, taking drugs is cool. Yeah. Killing people is cool. Beautiful. Selling drugs is cool. I'll sell Beating them today. Beating women, even better. You know, nah, it's but, not like, better, but it's, it's like, allowed. You can see, that's, you can, I'm, hey. I'm done. Hey. I can't talk to people. You like know this. what? Listen, Floyd Mayweather beats women. Exactly. But, but yeah, he's celebrated. He's 50 and old, Connor. <laughs> he can't. He's R. Kelly ain't fifty, you know. You listen to to mess with little kids. I don't know what's. There's no song good enough. I mean, clearly, because he's put out great songs. He put out Happy People. That's one of my favorite songs. But how can I listen to Happy People, knowing that this guy gets happy touching little kids? And let me tell you the psychological power that R. Kelly has. This guy is such a musical force. That they interviewed a girl that he abused. And when she described it, she referred to him as R. Kelly. <laughs> I will tell you why that's so funny to me. I will tell you why that's so funny to me. Every time you see a video of like a deposition or someone getting accused, they use the government name. They'd be like, on this date, Robert Kelly touched me here. She, even in her deposition, she still refers to it as R. Kelly. <laughs> The music is bigger than him, clearly. So, if the music's bigger than the man, then can we judge the man for the actions? It, uh, it's so much to consider. I really don't know the answer. Personally, personally, I think he's very wrong. He's a disgusting human being. I'm going to try not to listen to his music. Now, if I don't play the song, if someone else plays them, you might hit, you might, you know, catch me hitting a little two-step. But I'm not gonna support the music. Now, it's time that I I play some clips just so you don't have an idea of the things that R. Kelly has said. We're gonna start with this is an older clip. <laughs> is it the full thing though? <laughs> no, it's ten seconds. Cause like this in the ten seconds, it takes it out of context a little bit. <laughs> wait, what context? Because like pl- after this line, yeah, he was like saying, um, "What does the like, eighteen and nineteen count as teens?" And technically, that's legal. So it's like, let me play the clip. Let me play the clip. <laughs> Do you like teenage girls? When you say teenage, how are we talking? 
girls who are teenagers. <laughs> All you had to say was no. I do not like teenage girls. <laughs> Look, I can only say it again. I do not support this man anymore. Like. This is your guy, Connor. He's not my guy. How many times have you said he's the R in R and B? But <laughs> the fact that he's guilty of this stuff isn't going to change the fact that he is. It changes. It changes the meaning behind the songs. As I said, I cannot now listen to Bump and Grind knowing that he's talking about a fifteen-year-old girl. First, of all, like we, we're going to go over this again. Because of what he's guilty of, or like the rumours attached to him, doesn't mean all of his songs are about those situations. He wrote the song Feeling On Your Booty or Feeling On Two Women's Booty. What's wrong with that? That shows that he's a very explicit songwriter, meaning that if he's right, if he's saying my mind's telling me no, his mind was telling him no. About something else, I don't know. He, but... That song, what year did that song come out? What? Bump and Grind. I think 96. 96. Do you know what else came out in 96, Connor? What? Age ain't nothing but a number. I got the I got the dates wrong. So no, it ca- so if they no. came out the same time, he's clearly going through some form of mental conflict. Now, nineteen ninety six. What could his mind be telling him no about? Maybe the underage girlfriend he has. Maybe he was cheating or something like that. Like no. his mind's telling him no, this is wrong. But no. his body's telling him yes. Like, it was cl- no. I, the song's clearly about Aaliyah. Okay, okay, it's about Aaliyah. There, there you go. We go. Fine. Now let me play this next clip. This is one of the more incriminating clips. This is um one of R. Kelly's ex-girlfriend talking about some of the things she went through during their relationship. When you first moved in with him. Did he come up to you and say, look, there's some house rules? He would say, you know, not to wear that. Have on your sweatpants, you know, go change your clothes, because it was that was my wardrobe, sweatpants. Um, loose, where they you know, this will get me probably slapped, you know, because it's fitted. Honestly? Yeah. Yeah, you know not to wear that type of stuff like that. Later, when I was introduced to one of the girls um, that he told me he trained, and since she was 14, those were his words. Um, I saw that she was dressed like me, that she was saying the things that I would say, and her mannerisms were like mine. That's when it clicked in my head that he had been grooming me to become one of his pets, that he, he calls them his pets. My Lord, grooming a girl since she was 14. This is Connor's favorite. Oh, can we stop saying that? <laughs> Seriously, like I don't support him. I, he's guilty. I said it. Like you listen to wonderful moments after we heard that. I explained that. that because the song was in my head throughout the documentary. But the thing is, though, music. if you tell me, Connor, if you were to tell me, ah, oh, Nas just killed a family. I'm not going to go and listen to Nas's album right you would after. If the, if the news clip featured tons of your favorite Nas songs. That's all it was. I wasn't supporting him. It's just that the song was in the thing and I wanted to hear it. That was it. So what about after we were in the kitchen and you were dancing? I just wanted to... I wasn't dancing. I just wanted to show... I, wish I wanted I could, to see oh if, how you would react to me playing an R. Kelly song. You didn't know if I was were, recording you, though. Huh? Do you want me to play the Snapchat? It you... wasn't about recording. I just wanted to see if you would, like, sing or what would you do Listen to the song. It, it? That was purely it. Colin's clearly a fan of R. Kelly because you're, you're slipping out of this one. I'm still a fan. You are slipping out I, of this the one. The man is guilty. I do not support what he has done. He is a criminal. If he, if he, he releases, to be locked If up. he drops an album tomorrow, are you listening to it? No. You're not listening to his album? I'm not listening to his album. Okay, yeah. I remember you said that, Connor. Remember I live with you. I'm not listening to it. He's like, not listening to no. his album. All right, fair enough. Right. One of the other things I want to touch on in terms of R. Kelly... Uh, um, with the case with the urination, he was looking at 15 years, but on the day, the the kid and the parents didn't show up. So, you know, people say that they took money. I've seen people going against the family for taking money. Honestly, if that was me, because it must have been a lot of money. If that was me, like, Connor, if, if, if R. Kelly touched your kid, mm-hmm. And offered you five mil to drop the case. 
Are you taking it? I'm taking the money in a heartbeat. <laughs> now, here's why. Okay, say I don't take the money and then we go to court. Realistically, how long is R. Kelly going to get in jail with all of his money and lawyers? I, I would, I'd think at least eight. At least eight years. Eight, okay, let's say eight years. But most likely it will be shorter than that. Let's say eight years. So he goes to jail. And what do, what do I get? My family gets nothing. <laughs> what happened to my daughter is still going to be the thing, isn't it? It's still going to happen. It still happened. Yeah. The past is the past. So he goes to jail for eight years. He comes out. He's still going to be rich. He's still going to be who he is. He's still going to have money. But he's just going to be a criminal. His name will be tarnished, though. It'll, yeah. I, I hear that. But what do, what, what do my family get? We suffered. We went through all of this. <laughs> so I'd rather much take, I'd much rather take the money. And let him get, get off the map. And, like, at the end of the day, he, whether he gets away with it or not, he's still going to be R. Kelly. He's still going to be who he is. It's highly likely he will get a reduced sentence anyway because what celebrity really goes to jail for more than five years nowadays? How long did OJ go for? I don't even know. I don't remember, but... but uh, well... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would have taken the money too. Exactly. But it's, it's, it's not rocket science. You will take it. That's a lot of money to a regular yeah. family to take eight, what, like five to ten million pounds or dollars. I mean, you'd learn to expect it. I'll be like, yo, you know Trey Song's having a party down the street. Why don't you put on those same shorts and go down See, what he just said then was worse than anything that I might have said <laughs> to the R. Kelly in the past. This guy literally said he would pimp out his underage daughter for more R&B singers so he could get a higher settlement. You hearing this man? (laughs) But yet he has the nerve to slate me. (laughs) Me. Nah, I'm done. I'm done. Hey, man, this is all entertainment, man. You hearing my man? Hey, you know what, though? I think for all this documentary done, the BBC still are wrong for a lot of this. For example, um, the tactics employed in this documentary are clearly wrong like finding out about you know asking the manager when he thought the microphones were off about the marriage he tricked him into answering it and then also the family when he when he spoke to the brothers the brother said oh you know this is about getting my family back so it seems clear to me that the bbc must have told him that oh yeah this is the documentary we're doing about r kelly we just want to get your thoughts on it because the way the brothers spoke about them about him, I don't think they would have given an interview if they knew it was the, what the interview was, what the whole documentary was about. Do you think so, Connor? No. So clearly, the BBC tricked them into giving that interview. So although R. Kelly's clearly in the wrong, I, I do think we need to point the finger at the BBC a little bit just for the tactics that they deployed. Um, all right, let's move on from this R. Kelly subject. But just to, to summarize it, R. Kelly's wrong, Con- and I agree that he is wrong. But Connor is also wrong for supporting. I do not support him anymore. Right. I separate the artist from, I mean, you the artist from the art. There we go. The only thing R. Kelly puts the R in is rape. <laughs> he puts the R in rape. You're entitled to your opinion. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, that March for Our Lives march was the other day, um, which if you don't know, the students were walking out of school in protest of all the recent school shootings that have been happening. And, you know... They, they're expressing their anger at the government because it seems that Donald Trump's um, solution to the issue is to just give teachers guns, which really doesn't solve anything. And I saw a lot of tweets saying, um, why is this getting so much attention when all the Black Lives Matter marches didn't? Well, I, I agree to a certain extent that a lot of the Black Lives Matter marches were seen as... Um, you know, they, they were seen as violent protests when they really weren't. They were pretty much the same to this. But this one seems to be getting the support of all mainstream media. Uh, but I don't agree in comparing struggles because every, every struggle is a struggle to whoever's struggling. So, for example, if Connor and I go through the same issue, he might deal with it a different way than I deal with it. So I can't look at Connor and be like, you shouldn't be feeling upset because I'm not feeling upset about the same thing. So what I mean by that is we shouldn't really compare these struggles. We should just look at them as separate entities. 
So when we look at Black Lives Matter and the lack of attention it got, yes, we should call out the media for not giving it attention, but I don't really see the need to to reference. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it but it is a valid point though that the March for Our Lives got a lot more media coverage and and support from celebrities that Black Lives Matter did. But I think we we need to find a way to call out those people for not supporting Black Lives Matter without taking away from the March for Our Lives movement because I think they're both very important. Do you have any thoughts on this, Connor? Um, no, I agree exactly with everything you said, to be honest. Like, they're both marches for valid reasons. Like, you shouldn't be comparing them. I think the Black Lives Matter marches did get quite a lot of attention. Like, But they were the wrong sort. Like, it would be, like, um, people rioting. Like, that, that's what the media would say. Like, they were mm. rioting and whatnot. Whereas the March for Lives one in the media was just portrayed as this positive A positive yeah. protest. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I've I've not really got much to say that you haven't said already, to be honest. It's like, I just don't think you should be comparing the two. And they're both for valid courses, to yeah. be honest. Fair enough. Well, that was quick. Let's move on from that one. This next one is something that's annoying the hell out of me because I've been trying to do research on it and I just don't know. I don't know why. It's Madeline McCann. Earlier this week, the police got granted more funds for the search of Madeline McCann, who went missing in 2007. 2007. That's 11 years ago. And the police have already spent 11 million pounds on it. A million pounds a year. Now, let me quickly go over things that have happened since 2007. We've had five Kanye West albums. Three UK governments, two presidential terms. In 2007, nobody knew who Drake was, who J. Cole was, who Kendrick Lamar was. And yet Madeleine McCann is still relevant. But why? She, Madeleine McCann, this case of Madeleine McCann is going down in like the books with JFK or like Princess Diana or the death of Martin Luther King. But the thing is, all those investigations are over. And they're important people. Who is Madeline? I'm starting to think that Madeline McCann was some MI6 agent who had like a USB with all the <laughs> nuclear codes on it. I got, I was Googling. I was looking it up for a while, trying to figure out w- what the exact reason is why the police are still searching for her. And I found nothing. I, this baffles me. I can't think of a good reason why we're still searching for this little girl who's either dead or just Portuguese now, honestly. She's See, that's what bugs me the most. But the fact is, she wasn't even lost in England. She yeah. was lost abroad. <laughs> like, I don't get why we're spending so much time and effort looking for this girl who and disappeared money. 11 years ago. 11 million pounds. You're telling me that couldn't have been, couldn't have been invested in anything else in the UK? Just for this one little, and I'm going to say it, one little white girl who's gone missing. I hate to sound crude, but people go missing every day. People die every day. 11 million pounds to find this one girl Jeez. who was most likely killed by her parents. Let's be honest, like, they're that, involved. That, that's, what it seemed, that's what it seems to be. They've and become celebrities of this. These, I don't get why this is still a thing. These are eating off the girl's death we've talking multiple book deals there's there's right now there's going to be a netflix documentary coming out yes they got a netflix deal they got multiple book deals all for this little girl who they probably killed and stuffed in their suitcase on the way back let it go i don't i really i'm telling you if any of you know why or have a reason please let me know because i've been looking it up why is she even in like I hate to sound bad, but why is it she's so important? Like, That's what I'm saying. It. I was looking it up. I couldn't find like if anything. it was like a celebrity child, like I would, exactly. I would get it. I wouldn't support how much money and time she, is invested in it. But she's literally a random little she's, girl. She's not a celebrity child. She's not a, a royal child. You know, she's not a prince or princess. That's why my only conclusion is she must like her parents must be MI5 and they must have given her some important information, put it in, in a USB around the neck, and she got took. That's the only thing that, that makes any sort of sense for me. The girl's dead, or she's Portuguese now. 
Like, she's actually Portuguese. She's probably going to... I mean, how old would she be now? What, 18, I think? Around that. 18. Like she, so she's there getting whacked out by oh, Pedro. Chill out, chill out. <laughs> she's over there getting whacked out by Pedro. She doesn't even remember her name is Madeline. She, she's Madalena now. And we're still spending money on this. Taxpayer money. Listen, I didn't care about this until, I, until that tax started coming out of my paycheck. And now, now that that tax is coming out of my paycheck, I want to know where it's going. And, oh, oh, makes me so angry. Anyway, hot take of the week. Uh, it's in regards to R. Kelly. It's in regards to Fabulous. It's in regards to, you know, even DMX a slight, a slight bit. It's in regards to all the, the stars who get away with things and then come back. My hot take of the week is we need to look in the mirror and blame ourselves. We, as, you know, just the public, is music, is sports really more important than little black girls getting touched? Is it more important than black women getting beaten up? Is it more important than black men getting killed on a day-to-day basis? Because these celebrities do a lot of that. You know, look at this whole, the whole Chicago drill music. That came up from people getting killed. You know, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson touched kids, but we let them back in our hearts because they dropped good songs. Uh, Michael Vick, I mean, it was a dog fight, I don't really care about. But it, it, it's, we, we seem to be letting stars get in the way with stuff based on what we value. So I think we as a public just really need to take a look at ourselves and what we value and then we've got we've got to compare. We've got to compare and contrast because if you ask me personally, no song would be good enough to justify my daughter getting touched inappropriately. Um no sports guy can actually I don't know, if Pogba won if Pogba won as a Champions League then he might be able to get away with some bad But hey we just need to look at ourselves and blame ourselves because if we as the public didn't allow any of this to happen then i guarantee these stars would not be doing stuff like that or the people who did do it would be gone out of it real quick but r kelly's been relevant now for i mean since the early 90s so we're coming up on 30 years and he's had these allegations for at least 25 of those 30 years and he's still around you know and michael jackson if you He's dead now, but he's still loved, even though he did what he did. It's all crazy. Allegedly. Let's just throw that out there. Ain't no allegedly, man. Fair enough. Ain't no allegedly. We all know they did that. We all know it. But yeah, just take a look at ourselves. Take a look at what we value. Uh, Next week, um, should have some interviews. It'll be a really good episode. Tune in. Until then, you can find me at Modifact on all forms of social media, pretty much. Connor, you got anything to shout out? There you go, that's the trademark. Alright, this has been Thinking Out Loud. Peace out.